Welcome to Safety Chats. Host Jason Stark, Director of Safety at Baldwin Safety and Compliance, shares decades of aviation experience and a passion for safety. Let's get started with this week's Safety Chat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Baldwin Safety Chat podcast. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you all had a peaceful holiday season, had a chance to rest, relax, reflect on where we want to go in 2023, especially in terms of our job, because that's what this podcast is about. It's about how we can do our job as safety managers. How can we be effective? How can we do the things that are going to make a difference? And as we go into 2023, one of the things that uh, really struck me was the idea of communication. And it is about how do we communicate effectively within our organization? And that is an age-old question. I'll tell you what, if I had the answer to that, how we could communicate effectively across different functions uh, so that everybody's on the same page, I'd probably be super rich because I'd probably write a book on it. But the answers aren't always so easy. What has struck me, though, comes under the heading of culture. Now, the thing about culture, there's this idea of macro cultures, then your culture, and then microcultures. And macro cultures are cultures, obviously, on the large scale. So cultures that maybe are dealing with a nation or or a different tribe or group, but importantly, macro cultures can also refer to professions such as, well, in our realm, pilots versus line service versus maintenance techs versus dispatch versus admin. And these macro cultures in the profession at large can impact, obviously, how we talk and relate to other macro cultures. If we make this more complicated, if possible, we sit here and start thinking, okay, well, even in our organization, which is our culture, we can have microcultures. So again, on the micro scale, but your flight department versus your maintenance department versus like your scheduling department, these all can develop microcultures, which could be a uh, image of the macro culture at large. So it's basically the macro culture and then how it has been adjusted to fit into the culture of the organization creating the microculture. Now, the thing is that I really want to get across is that communicating between these different cultures can sometimes be very difficult. A lot of it is because we, in our culture that we're a part of, tend to think that our culture is the frame through which everybody else should operate. Now, we've seen this kind of parodied in movies where an American doesn't understand why different countries don't speak English or do certain things in the American way. I forget how it goes in some movies, but it's like we view through our lens of our culture on how other people should act, behave, and communicate. And I think that happens also in the organization. So pilots and dealing with mechanics, mechanics and dealing with pilots, we tend to communicate and establish our expectations through the lens of our own culture and our shared beliefs and values amongst our own group. And sometimes that can lead to problems. That can lead to conflict. That can lead to communication breakdowns. Ultimately, can lead to safety issues because things that needed to be communicated are not communicated at all. So what do we do? If you ever get a chance to read Ed Schein, he was a cultural theorist, organizational psychologist. He talks about this process of creating cultural islands that I find absolutely fascinating. The idea of this is to create a safe space in which we can open up, be honest, 
and ask the questions about other cultures, the way other cultures do things, the way other cultures communicate, we can create the safe space and ask them. Ask the tough questions that we may not feel comfortable just asking because maybe we don't know other people in the culture that well or we don't know the people in that other microculture so well. We're on what Ed Schein refers to as the level one relationship where things are very transactional. They're not very personal. And that's where we tend, when we communicate from the level one, we tend to, again, hold on to those biases that we have about our own culture. But when we can get into what he calls level two, which is more of a trusting relationship, it's a more of a knowing relationship, it's more more of an affective relationship. So when we get into that, then we start understanding, we can empathize and communicate with their language. The idea of the cultural island establishes the pathway for us to get from a level one to a level two with different cultures. So what does this look like pragmatically? In these cultural islands, you would have obviously individuals from the different microcultures in our case, like maintenance, flight ops, scheduling, whatever, you have them come together, what he calls stare at the campfire. But the reason why he calls it stare at the campfire is because you're looking at a symbolic campfire, I guess, in the middle of this group, the pilots, mechanics, schedules, whoever's in this culture, together in a circle, however it may be, and there's this imaginary campfire. And the idea, though, is that when people are not looking each other in the eye, the point is that when we're not looking at the eye, we have a chance to speak to the a group rather to an individual and then allow for the group to process and come up with ideas. But let's get back to the beginning. So when we get this group together, we start with a question and ask them, how do you deal with X? So in our case, it could be, what would you do or do you have a past experience or leader doing something wrong? or doing something incorrectly, and what did you do? You might see that, you know, you go one by one around, you know, you go to one pilot, then to a mechanic, and then another, but, but you might see some cultural differences in how they view standing up to leadership or correcting leadership. And this kind of talks to power distance, but that's, that's a whole different podcast. But you get a sense then of how one culture in our case of microculture, deals with something versus how we deal with it. So we as pilots may think, well, they, you know, they should do it this way. And mechanics be like, well, pilots should do it this way. And it's because of their own biases from their own culture. But when you get it out into the open like that and what's called staring at the campfire and just talking, it allows for an understanding. And it allows for a connection, which ultimately allows for empathy. And through that empathy, then we know where to communicate from. We know or we can sense how to make an impact with our words to people in different microcultures. I think that's incredibly important, especially when it comes to safety, because the way we can communicate things that can hurt us, the way we can communicate things that can ruin or damage equipment is very important in getting that information, especially to leadership. But we have to be able to communicate on the same page. The idea of a cultural island, this exercise, well, it may seem a little weird, especially when you first get together and <clears throat> talk about speaking to some imaginary campfire. It's something that, that's interesting. And, and maybe hopefully I have you scratch your head and say, hmm, I wonder if that could help with communication in our organization. And, and it goes back to the idea we have to get past our own microcultural beliefs and biases to understand another microculture's beliefs and biases and to see what their values are and our values and get those shared so that we can then create that level two connection and communicate freely across those boundaries. My hope for you in 2023, as we start kicking this year into gear, as it were, that you think about that, that you think about improved communication uh, through the different microcultures and even being cognizant of having microcultures within your organization, even seeing where the macroculture from different 
professions between because we you know sometimes we stereotype this is what your typical pilot is or this is what your typical maintainer is i'm not big for stereotypes but there are certain aspects of a professional culture that can be fairly global but try to identify those and look at those and understand how potentially these different macro cultures when they come together how there could be misunderstandings and their biases and whatnot and maybe think about that idea of a cultural island now this isn't too dissimilar from when we look at the notion of hop or human organizational performance this this new movement's coming out it's new safety safety two, whatever you want to call it it talks about getting the different professions together and expressing their viewpoints especially when it comes to a learning organization or a learning team people are able to express things from their viewpoint, which is very similar to people expressing things from their shared values and beliefs, which is their their culture, their microculture in this case. Give it a shot, you know, and, and if you want to learn more about it, I'd be happy to give you more information or you can also look it up, you know, Edgar Schein on the on the cultural islands. But I think it's something that might be worthwhile. It might do your organization well. So that's it. I really enjoy this. I really enjoy talking to you. And if you have any suggestions, if you have any thoughts that you want to contribute, please drop me a line. I would love to hear from you. But until then, thank you all for what you do. Stay safe. This podcast is brought to you by Baldwin Safety and Compliance, the leader in safety management for the transportation industry. Since 2004, Baldwin has been providing state-of-the-art solutions and 24-7 support to the aviation and transportation industries. Baldwin's clients include all sizes and types of transportation operators. Baldwin provides safety and related business services to commercial and non-commercial transportation operators, medical transporters, FBOs, MROs, airports, flight schools, UAS operators, firefighters, OEMs, ground transport operators, and others. Visit baldwinsms.com to discover how Baldwin can enhance your organization's safety program.